0: Welcome to another edition of the Interesting People Podcast. Patrick Haynes here, and we're continuing with the Tour de Frederick slash Bike Week slash the High Wheel Race, and today, people's plural, because I am joined by Eric and
1: Bruce. Hey, guys, how's it going? Good morning. Ooh, good morning. And there we go. So what's what's your deal, Eric? <laughs> what's my deal? Uh, it's, uh, what, uh, eight more days until the race, and so we're planning this race. It's going to occur at 2 o'clock on Saturday, uh, August 12th. You know, a lot of work to be done, but for a great, great event. So,
0: so let me make sure I know the title correctly, because I think the Clustered Spires is actually I've just been calling it the High Wars. Is it the National Clusters?
1: spires highway race so interesting enough is that we added the word national to get a little bit of more ownership <laughs> <laughs> it's not all selfish i swear so it's actually officially called the national clustered spires highway race oh fantastic so,
0: yes cool so you run that you've been doing that we're going to talk a little bit about the history of that first really quick bruce surprise guest on this so you rode the national cl- cluster spires <laughs> did, highway race no, your first time last year what was it what's the event like from the perspective of trying it out for the first time uh, a little nerve-wracking with you know 30 of my You know, other riders, and it was crazy. It was a good time. It was hot. (laughs) Definitely hot last year. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was nice. It was cool to see everybody so welcoming and, you know, just trying to have a good time and stay safe. And you're doing it again this year? I am. You're going to win this thing? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to do my best. There we go. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I'll, get, I'll probably have a couple more questions for you. But, Ari, right, let's talk about the history of the National. I, I love saying National. I'm going to just You're call it like the, the National. for. Let's talk about the National. Sure. So
1: how old is the event itself? So uh, originally we thought, hey, let's just do this every five years. And mm. so when we did the first year, people were saying, hey, what's the date next year? I'm like, wow, people are wanting it. Oddly enough, it became this annual event. So uh, it's, it's crazy that we are going into our sixth year already. So. I got a
0: couple of questions to someone who's watched from the outside looking in. Did you encourage costumes? Because if people haven't seen it, <laughs> uh, every – the bulk of the people riding the highway race are not wearing, like, racing jerseys and stuff like that. There's a lot of interesting and intricate yeah, you get outfits. a mix, don't you?
1: Like, for those who had attended it, you know, obviously some people wear, like, a sequenced disco suit. But then there's, like, this vibe of, like, vintage bikes, vintage gear, right? So, yeah. oddly enough, like Bruce was saying, it's 115 heat index last year. So, wool knickers makes it a little ouchy, you know? Yeah. So um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you do get a mix. But the people who are riding those bicycles appreciate that era. Mm-hmm. And so they like to match their wardrobes with it, too.
0: I do remember, I think one year there was a Darth Vader Or someone who was at least wearing a Darth Vader head. (laughs) You get everything and everything,
1: which is awesome. Because I think that helps with the spectators connecting with the racers. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, oh, I love that guy who has a skull mounted on his handlebars or whatever it
0: may be. Exactly. Uh, The first time I ever saw it, there was this one lady riding it who was wearing striped socks and... I was there. Everyone who I was with, we were in the entire group just yelling "Go Stripes!" Like you, you find nicknames <laughs> well, for the riders. It's
1: funny that you say that because uh, that's Cheryl Kennedy, uh, who's an incredible female racer, and she's mm-hmm. almost beating the guys, which is crazy. Oh, did um, she win the medal last year? She, I know we had she, like a Marine she's won it every like... year except for once. Okay, but we won't talk about that because she's still better. Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, it's funny like she wore the socks and she didn't really realize the impact. Probably for people like you, who are like "Come on, Stripes!" You know? And she's like, "Hey, that's my thing." It was just encouraging while you're racing. So, yeah, she's been making a point of doing that every year now since last. So. It's the character of this
0: event. This event has so much character built into it from the bikes itself. If people aren't familiar, I guess this, since we are fully audio right now, uh, the high wheel race, those are uh, the bicycles with the big front wheel and the tiny back wheel. They can be called penny farthings. They can be – what's the basic rundown of those? Like, <laughs> um, You mean just the background on them? Yeah, or background are or- just like – yeah, just the why's, the whats, how dangerous they are. Yeah, I don't think some people I mean, know
1: that. Was that. A, that was uh, something that someone came up with the idea in, in England in uh, back in the 1880s. But the idea is that back then the only mode of transportation was were horses, and so they thought, hey, bigger wheel. Every pedal stroke, it projects you further, and at the same time, the roads weren't that great, so uh, they need a bigger wheel versus a smaller wheel. But once again, um, safety wise, they did not last long because people <laughs> were going over the handlebars called headers. Oh, oh yeah, and uh, um, and and that that didn't take on, so they only had to uh, play a stent about ten years. Of mm. that by bicycle being around and then after that the newer bikes that look like our modern day bikes called safeties oddly enough are around now so
0: there we go but they have such a great look to them uh, i think that's the reason yeah, they kind it's of like almost artistic you know what yeah I mean?
1: so and, and interesting enough is that i'm impressed you said high wheel penny farthing ordinary you know they have all these different names um penny farthing just because oh. in england there were two size coins a penny and a farthing and that's how they got the name
0: oh uh. Oh, Okay, <laughs> that's that's so awesome. For your
1: history background, league.
0: There we go. I'm, I'm putting my history hat on right now. That's really cool. And for some bicyclists who may not be familiar with it, it is just, there's no gears on that
1: thing. There are no gears. There are no brakes. I mean, some of the bikes had brakes. It was called a spoon brake that went over the front wheel. But oddly enough, because they're hard rubber tires, when a rock gets lodged into the rubber, it sometimes would come up and get caught in between the spoon brake. Oh, no. Which would also project people forward. <laughs> so, a lot of us that have those bikes with spoon brakes take the spoon brakes off because it's just a safety issue. It started to make me think they should be called catapult bikes at a certain point instead. <laughs> Projectile <laughs> pennies.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Air Penny Father. <laughs> oh, gosh. She like X Games. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> And it takes place right here in downtown Frederick. You, we, you guys
1: courting off, like, is it the same part of town every year? It is. And, and the reason why is because it's, it's you know, we sort of talked, we even talked to racers. Every year we try to get feedback and say, hey, what worked, what didn't work? Because we want to, obviously, without them, they don't have a race, you know? So uh, um, the odd thing is that we've kept that course just because you think about it, it starts on Market Street in front of Brewer's Alley, one of our title sponsors. You take a left on West 2nd Street. Oddly, even in a car, he doesn't feel like it, but there is a little <laughs> climb there. Yeah. You know? And when you're doing like your 20th lap, you definitely feel it. And so on, then you take a left onto Record Street behind City Hall – And that's sort of like a flat recovery downhill, Mm. which takes you into Church Street. Church Street is flat, and then you have this crazy little downhill, which doesn't look big in a car, but on a penny farthing it is. So (laughs) so then you're turning left on uh, um, where the tasting room is on Park Street and coming back up again. So within a .46 mile course, it adds a lot of diversity to the course, which matches different riders, which is nice. Oh, fantastic. And it's just beautiful, anyway, you know, the heart of downtown Frederick. The way it works, it's
0: it's number of laps, right? That's what you guys have landed on. Correct,
1: yeah. I mean, in the past, we tried something different, which we're glad we did last year, is that in the past pass we would have hey it's an hour long race so in 60 minutes how many how many laps can you do it gets tiresome for the racers definitely <laughs> and sometimes maybe it gets tired for the spectators too because you're like oh that's great lap 38 you know yeah. kind of thing what we did this last year and we're gonna do it again this year is that we put all the racers into two groups as heterogeneous as we can you know based on ability we send the first group for 20 minutes the second group for 20 minutes and out of those two groups whoever has the most laps then goes to the finals which is 30 minutes so it's almost like you see three individual races 70 minute time frame yeah so. that's meant
0: time wise is there any disadvantage to being in that second sprint? Do they not have enough time to rest? Or oh, is it just... funny you say
1: that. Is It's because uh, um, I think for the most part, you know, you have some people that are hardcore and want to race in it to win it. For the most part... That culture just wants to be out on a bicycle and have fun. Okay, cool. And so, you know, we don't do any kind of, like, doping test beforehand or anything. <laughs> this isn't like the, t- the Tour de France. <laughs> not yet. No, <laughs> Yeah. So we're not we're not seeing if there's any doping going on. So you're on, saying right? that Lance Armstrong could participate in the high-wheel race? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, well, it was probably half the field, actually. <laughs> Back in the day. Um, they cleaned it up. But uh, um, we, we're conscious about that. But we also are very transparent to our racers up front to say, hey, look, man, you have about 30, 45 minutes for recovering time. And if you're smart and you're really in it to win it, you're not gonna blow all your energy in the qualifier. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna save some, you know, so well and for the racers I think it's nice to watch. Mm. You know, watch your other that's racers true. with you, you know. Oh that's gotta be that's fun good point. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's a good point. It, it's definitely oh, a fun man. event to see. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what we like about Tia it is it's just you see a lot of kids with their families. You know, so you have the people that are having their adult beverage off the side, watching. You know, yeah. at Magoo's or Burr's Alley, wherever it may be. But then you also have families and the kids, and they're just you know these front wheels are bigger than them. Oh, yeah. So they're just like, wow. You know, so it's just uh, it's a great vibe. Just had a, a little bit of a flashback, I guess,
0: for a personal note for you. Your son rode with you to open up last year's event. You're How right. is
1: that? Yeah, it's interesting. Is that I think it was the first year. I have a 10-year-old Dayton and an 8-year-old Ireland. And uh, I had these little tiny penny farthings made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were Poor kids. Yes. Poor kids, right? And so I said, first year, why don't you just do like a little, uh, you know, practice loop. And, and people were like, and he was very nervous because he didn't, you know, really like all this attention. But people were like, oh, that's so cute, you know, that kind of thing. And so there was like the second year he didn't do it. And then after the race, he was so mad he didn't do it. And so he gets to do some practice laps. I make a point of just, just for that you know father-son connection, yeah. father-daughter connection, potentially. And it was the beginning of the race, do that first like pacing lap, and yeah. then you branch off, and then they do another pacing lap, and then off you go. So, yeah, oh, yeah the, cool. And that's cool.
0: The, I guess, yeah, the the pacing, everyone needs to kind of warm up Yeah, and start going yeah. around. Yeah. Last year, I had a chance to meet Joff Summerfield, yep.
1: who was... Uh, Amazing.
0: I'll, I'll link to that. I don't want to take too much of your time to talk sure. about Joff, Sure, he's not here. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, two questions that come out of that: He built his own bicycle. How Correct. many? How many like handmade bikes are coming into this year's Highwell race? Oh, that's a great question.
1: I would say this year, out of about thirty racers, probably about three. Chris Roden. He he's crazy. He uh, he works for like a landfill, and so he sees these parts, and he's oh. like, "Oh man, I could make that into a penny farthing or something." So he takes like wheelchairs, stainless steel uh, grills. And uh, Ikea beds. And just like, <laughs> it is nuts. Oh, that is so it is nuts. cool. but he is so creative and innovative. Steve Weddle's a very good machinist. He's yeah. uh, um, building his own that he sells. Every uh, rider has a, a story, mm. but every bike has a story, too. You know? uh, mm.
0: And then secondly, I know the Johnson's coming. Do we have any
1: international competition coming in to try to take away the fur to glory? Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, we do, um, and it's interesting. We try to encourage international participation, so we uh, waive their fees because we figured, man, they probably spent a lot of money just to get to Fredericks. Yeah. (laughs) So so, uh, we have two Canadians this year, and we have a guy who's coming on Tuesday from Sweden, and he builds his own standard high-wheel bikes. And so I've never met him in person. I've only communicated him through phone and emails, and so I'm very excited to meet him. Uh, His name is P.O. Kippel. Kippel yeah and a uh, very very cool guy and and just very you said about a work of art he sees the bike as sort of this architectural piece mm. and so the bike that I brought today is one of his bikes it's very streamlined and simple and beautiful oh. and so uh, very excited for him to attend too awesome
0: so we'll have to see how he does in the race this totally. year that's yeah, so totally. cool that's so cool.
1: <laughs> He had sent a bunch of bikes over because he doesn't have anybody to really distribute. And I said, "Hey, if I'll be your storage unit, you know, <laughs> so if you sell, if someone buys one in the states, I can connect them because for us, it just I see it as another person who's mm-hmm. riding these bikes." And so he conveniently shipped his special race bike also. <laughs> so his special race bike, which I put together, is at the house right now. It's it's pretty sweet. So so wait, that's
0: that's something I'm kind of curious about. You seem to you. You're running a race. You help distribute. Um, these are two international highway races. What drew you to highway racing?
1: I always was into, like, BMX freestyle as like as a kid. And then uh, my uh, high school social studies teacher, I was really into cross-country running. And he mm. had said, you should really get into cycling, like mountain biking. I'm like, what is that? Yes. <laughs> he worked with my dad, who's an English teacher, and, and said, why don't you get your son a mountain bike for his birthday? And so I, as soon as I rode, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I got into competitive cycling and in college level. And you do all kinds of different biking, mountain biking, road biking, cyclocross, all this different stuff. And so I was at a, a D.C. July 4th parade, and I saw the Wheelman, who's an organization that loves and appreciates antique bicycles, doing this parade. And I was like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> these bicycles that are just obnoxiously crazy. And I was like, I got to try one. And as soon as you and, – and it's interesting. When you see people test ride them, as soon as they're on, they're like, oh, my gosh, I need to get one of these bikes. And yeah. so – um, I got the bug and then if uh, you take your mentality of racing mountain bikes and road bikes and saying, I wonder if I can do a hundred miler on a penny farthing? Oh. I wonder if I can do the whole ceno canal on a penny farthing? I wonder if I can, I wonder if I can do a mile, you know, like, all these like, crazy <laughs> thinkings, you know? So there was two other guys who got into it and we went over and we were like, let's race. And you know, so we were like, where's the closest race? Manchester, England. All right. So let's go. Get- little <laughs> expensive. We contacted Joff and we said, Hey, to make things easier, can you build us bikes and we'll pay you for them? so they're ready when we get there oh so you actually went to England to race yeah
0: oh my god I thought this was leading to so we made our no, own race yeah, no you guys no. went
1: so that's when we yeah. went over there and, and you know penny farthing racing uh, you know Australia and England and uh, Belgium it's popular and so uh, um, we we're like, man, if you're really into this, that's where you can go. So. Yeah. And we we're like, why don't we have something like that in the United States? And that's how it was birthed in 2012. So. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. what,
0: man. All right. So now <laughs> that, that opens up the uh, racing over there. Is it they have a lot of like, well, is it like on old cobble streets? Because sometimes you don't run
1: into areas Arizona. That a uh, yeah, a little mix. But uh, for the most part, they're trying to be a little bit more sensitive to the safety of the racers. Okay. So they, uh, they'll do it on paved. You know, how many people were in that event? If you remember, um, we were on a smaller course and there were 80 of them. <laughs> which is crazy. There was one guy there. He has done the whole Tour de France course, like the day before each stage yeah. on a penny farthing. Oh, man. <laughs> this is so cool. Like it's nuts.
0: It really is. Say someone wants to, they hear this, they hear about the high wheel race, and they really get into
1: the old concept of high wheeling like you did.
0: What are some good places for them to go next? Like, okay. Like, sure. who do they talk to? Yeah.
1: Sure. I mean, I did a little bit of research myself. And so, obviously, online. And then uh, the wheelman.org website uh, is, is that group of uh, people who are experts. I bought my first one from Larry Black out on Mount Airy Bicycles. paid $600 for it and was driving it home. And I was so excited. And, and it fell off the roof rack and the wheel broke. <laughs> So that cost another $600 <laughs> So it didn't start out all nice and smooth and lovely. And then, like any hobby, you buy something entry-level, and then you appreciate it, and you understand it more, and you're like, oh, I want the next, like, you mm. know, better upgrade. And so, Bruce, same thing, right? I mean, that's how you got yours, too, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. So so how many high wheels have you had? Uh, just the one, but, I mean, it was a learning
1: experience at first, and then I was like,
0: all right, well, maybe I'll go in the race. And then I did that.
1: <laughs> now I'm like,
0: maybe I should get
1: another bike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, it hasn't happened
0: yet, but I'm sure eventually. First one's free. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, wait, how do you maintain those
1: things and how do you transport them? Interesting enough is that uh, how do you take care of them? There are no gears, so no derailleurs. You have to, like, oh, yeah. (laughs) And so uh, they're hard rubber tires, and so there's no flats. So, really, you're just keeping like little parts like the cranks and and hubs and stuff, well-oiled and stuff. But, I mean, they're pretty low-maintenance bikes in in the scheme of things. Transporting-wise, I mean, there are guys out there that build their own little custom racks that go on the hitch and stuff (laughs) like that. So, (laughs) there's... So that it, yeah, it's possible. So,
0: see, I was curious about that. If anyone's ever come to the station to claim a prize, we have a pretty, a pretty interesting hill on up here in the station. And you rode a no gears high wheel up the hill. What was that like?
1: Well, I mean, you gave me a forewarning that I said I was going to ride my bike this morning, and you're like, "Well, we have a pretty big hill." I'm like, "Oh, how bad is it?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I just—I think I just now got my breath back. But uh, um, yeah, we left yesterday to get here, didn't we? (laughs) (laughs) I
0: think. Is there anything that you really want to bring to the highway race? Do you have any other kind of future plans that are like kind of on your bucket list or pipe dreams for Uh, this whole thing? Okay, so
1: bucket list is that, I mean, uh, first of all, shout out to my wife. Like she thought it was ridiculous. And she has been such an organizational uh, planner with all this too. So she does a lot of work to make this all happen too. And uh, I'm like, like, it's so weird that you help co-host or co-direct the race and you don't have a bike. She's like, I'm not getting one of (laughs) those. (laughs) so but i think the biggest thing is is that uh we uh, we met in frederick we adore frederick we want to bring an event that really puts frederick in the map i mean you see how frederick is just always expanding and being recognized and so you know why not be recognized for something that's kind of fun and odd and unique and uh sort of bringing that landmark but once again i mean families because that course itself, it's it's basically set up lots of churches on there. Mm. So before we identify the date, which is typically what the second or third week of uh, August every year, is that uh, we try to pick the hottest, most miserable. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, but we we uh, let the all the churches know, and it, it's interesting because how that's even evolved is that. We've had couples to say, hey, hey, we're getting married. And the church will say, well, understand that streets will be closed August 12th or whatever date because of how a race. like, no, that's the reason why we want to get married on that date. And I'm like, that is awesome. That's, that's so, so uh, oh good. Oh, my goodness. That's so incredible. Good. And, 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 and Bruce can vouch for this, too. When you ride – originally when I was riding around town, I was one of the only guys. And people were like, hey, how do you get up on that thing? Is that a unicycle with a t- – training wheel and yeah. there's all these crazy comments now it's hey i'm going to that race yeah also awesome. you know, kind of thing and it's just like that's what you want right you want this like buy-in of the community and it's it's pretty cool so
0: fantastic oh and you know what? i'm going to separate a shout out to your wife as well you guys did phenomenal last year on the commentary
1: oh thank you i think
0: is that something that you guys did first time last year or no, I, I, I missed mean, it two uh, years ago what so we I don't do know.
1: is that we um put out to the racers and we just say hey give us some of your bio because yeah. that builds us so we basically are studying each racer so when they're coming around we're like oh and here's someone from kentucky and he uh you know So sometimes they don't submit stuff and it's kind of like it's really to their – fault that they they're don't, wearing a we red get, hat hey there's jimmy again <laughs> <Look at laughs> go. So, uh, and my wife is very well organized about pulling like fun facts about the bikes and stuff too that we try to insert to sort of keep it uh, interesting for the spectators and yeah so yeah.
0: that's that's one of my favorite if there's don't just look at the pictures don't just see because there'll be some video i'm going to make sure my video camera's down there this year awesome so don't just look at the videos the videos. you got to experience this thing in person because it is a phenomenal experience to be a part cool. of yeah and, and
1: only one in the nation right yes well and here's the thing is that dan turner who's a racer from Doylestown Pennsylvania works at a bike shop there's a there's a like a pro cycling race and he was like I really love to insert a penny flying race you okay with that and I'm like totally yeah. you know what I mean like someone came up with the marathon yeah. and now there are marathons everywhere right mm-hmm. so why not have lots of these races you can't be selfish or hoggish oh. with these races so if I have a bicycle I don't want just one event a year I want multiple yeah. so you said about bucket list is that ultimately I would love to have like this Potomac Point Series where you have one in Frederick like the big mm. the national like the finals but why not have one in historic Alexandria yes uh, Leesburg it just provides more opportunities for guys who have bikes and girls who have bikes you know yeah. so
0: see I love that I want to be able to say next time we talk you have the first high wheel race in the nation not just the only that's right there we go. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank, uh, you. thank you. for the chat. I cannot yeah. wait to see you during the Highwell race. It's going to be an absolute blast. And thank you, Bruce. You were kind of uh, no kidnapped into this. So thank you for playing right. along. It's been fun. And uh, good luck on the, the race. Cool. Thank you. All righty. Fantastic. Thanks, Pat.